Welcome into the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Eager. I'm joined today by Ben Brown. Ben Brown of the Prop Article fame on our website. Over, what, 16, 17 units of profit this year on the props. Ben, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Like you said, I mean, it was it peaked early, uh, kind of like basically GME at this point. I think I was up like 27 units two weeks ago. It's been a little bit of a rough two week stretch, but thankfully we have, um, you know, a kingdom builder here coming up with the Super Bowl, basically. So I think we're going to get back on track and it all starts here tonight with the Supergate uh, dropping their player props and a lot of other alternative markets. I think we've identified uh, some decent value already. So I'm excited to get it rolling for sure. Right. That That's the thing. So this has been a weird year in the sense that, you know, sports betting has become more ubiquitous. Uh, obviously, props have become a bigger part of the sports betting appetite. It used to be one of those things where people waited until this year to bet them. Um, and even though, yeah, limits on props during the season are low uh, and they're a lot higher during the Super Bowl, people have been sort of normalizing this idea of props all season. And I th- I'd like to think we at PFF with our props tool has been at the one of the forefronts with this um but what's happened then is unlike most years where you know today being thursday night going into friday the westgate superbook in vegas uh opening up the the props um giving us this 30 something page uh sheet full of them used to be sort of the start of all of this but now because we have you know legal sports betting in a lot of states there are uh, either there have been props that we've been able to bet uh, for uh, basically this entire week, but we plan to have this show uh, on the Westgate release day. Um, we're also going to have one. The next one here is going to be Tuesday morning. It's going to be uh, again a discussion of props, but also some of the more major markets in this game. Um, ben, what prop stands out to you in this early release here? Uh, of the uh you know the, the the props for next sunday's game either through the westgate or through some other medium uh so far yeah definitely one that i really like tom brady over 2.5 passing touchdowns i think it's plus 130 at DraftKings, plus 160 on that westgate number um i think this is actually a pretty good price like the last previous three playoff games he's been right around plus 140 plus 150 so i do like getting him at that number he went over uh, this prop total last week. The two previous uh, playoff games didn't necessarily go over this number, but I kind of like, you know, Tom Brady, of course, I do think expect, you know, the Buccaneers probably be playing from behind a little bit. I don't think they're necessarily going to rely as heavily as they have on Leonard Fournette over the past two playoff games, kind of like they have. So I do anticipate him getting some more red zone looks. I do like the plus price going over 2.5 pass touchdowns. I think it's only going to happen with them kind of keeping pace with the Chiefs. I do expect the Chiefs probably to still win outright Right. Um, but I think a decent decent hedge on that is probably taking Tom Brady over 2.5 pass touches. Is that a spot you kind of like at this point, Eric? Yeah, I mean, if, you're, if you've been following along with our futures wagers, I write a futures article every single week. You'd be up about five units. Uh, we had a one at plus 900 early in the playoffs for Tampa Bay to win the Super Bowl. We had one from way earlier in the year at plus 550 for the Chiefs. Um, I think at this point, I'm piling a little bit more on the Chiefs and sort of letting my futures bet with Tampa ride um, because I do think that Kansas City is sort of the sleeping giant that woke last week uh, and is the team you really do want to back uh, in, a, in a time like this. To me, um, you know, that that's that's kind of where I'm at as far as 
uh, you know, the, a side here. And so I very much do like this idea of Brady coming from behind. My only issue is that the Chiefs are very good at limiting big plays, and they're very good at limiting plays to wide receivers. Tampa has very good wide receivers, and they are very good as far as, um, you know, uh, you know, they're very good on the outside. The Chiefs might limit some of that and give, you know, Tampa Bay some fits. However, I do like, and this this one I wasn't able to find on the sheet at the Westgate, but it, but it is open on DraftKings. I like Brady, no interceptions at plus uh, 124. Uh, again, the Chiefs aren't a team that makes a ton of big plays on defense, and, and they did have an interception last week, but for the most part, they've been a team that's kind of limited big plays, not a big play defense themselves. So I like Brady, no interceptions, plus 124 on DraftKings. Yeah, I do think you're getting a pretty good pl- price with that. And basically, um, the only other time it looks like he's basically had a plus price on this under-interception prop was Week 12. Uh, same matchup, basically, against the Chiefs. I do think there's probably a little bit of a narrative where, you know, the market basically expects Brady to kind of be playing from behind, a little bit higher average depth of target, more risky throws. So I think that is one factor for why we're getting a decently plus price on this prop another one i think you know just the recency bias with how brady's played and generally had three turnovers last week five turnover worthy plays in the playoffs so five in the playoffs so far only had 12 all season so um i do think he's going to play a lot better than what we've kind of maybe even seen from a risk reward standpoint so i do kind of like um you know you know your synopsis basically of hitting that plus price plus 124 plus 125 i do think going under on brady um you're going to get pretty decent performance from him and i do think he'll probably li- limit and cut down the mistakes we've seen over the past couple weeks basically look super bowl week is like the gambling mecca so pff is going to be hooking everybody up we have promo code super bowl 25 that's going to get you 25 percent off of pff elite subscription elite subscription gets you basically everything you need on our site we have the player props tool which is going to be loaded uh with all the best player props you can adjust your number you can adjust your price you can make sure that you're getting the best value on all of these great bets we have coming up for the super bowl we also have the dfs optimizer you can get some showdown slates in on DraftKings or FanDuel. uh there's a ton of other options if you're still participating in some you know gambling action here for the super bowl it doesn't get much better than this pff we once again have you covered use promo code super bowl 25 Awesome. So here's another one that I like as well, and I'm going to let you. We're going to do this sort of in a snake draft way. I've seen this at as high as 48. It is at the Westgate at 46 and a half, minus 110. Uh, I like Leonard Fournette. I'm going to die on this hill all playoffs, but I like Leonard Fournette under 46 and a half. Um, he would have went under this total if not for his crazy ass run uh, against Green Bay uh, to put that game at 14 7. Go ahead and give me Leonard Fournette under again in this one. Derek Nottie, Chiefs defense, I think does a good enough job of stopping the run here. I, I also think they're going to get more of an even split between Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. So give me Fat Lenny under 46 and a half. Yeah, this one makes me nervous. I do think that the market's kind of, you know, moving in your direction, at least 48 and a half on DraftKings. But I don't know, I'm more nervous about how involved Leonard Fournette's basically been in the passing game. Uh, Ronald Jones last week only had six receiving snaps. I think he blocked basically on every single one of those. Fournette had 25 receiving snaps, seven targets. So he definitely seems to at least be taking um, a little bit of the stranglehold of this backfield. I know Jones has still been involved, kind of gotten you know double-digit carries throughout the playoffs, but I think that's been more in this like run-heavy mentality. I'm just a little nervous that, um, you know, 
if they kind of move away from that, Leonard Fournette's basically never going to leave the field here. So that's my one kind of concern, but I do think the 48 and a half is definitely a playable number. So we'll see. I've got, I got one for you here. Uh, real, a pretty, probably my favorite long shot bet, uh, kind of playing into both narratives. We like Tom Brady over 2.5 passing touchdowns. We like Leonard Fournette kind of to be less involved in the running game. So one, I definitely like Chris Godwin two two score two plus score uh touchdowns plus 850 um obviously a long shot bet but i do think um he was kind of the key to you know the uh buccaneers basically having a productive offense in week 12 saw the jerry's seed only four coverage snaps lined up against him going basically had a reception on um against five different quarterbacks so i do think that he's going to be heavily targeted once again if he gets over that 20 percent target share if, you know, Antonio Brown does end up sitting out, we're going to have to see more of Scotty Miller and Tyler Johnson. I do think we're probably going to see Chris Godwin be that go-to receiver. And I think, you know, if he gets one early, uh, Buccaneers potentially playing catch, we could add that second one late. And I definitely think he could be coming through here at a plus 850 price. So that's one of my, my favorite long shot bets on the board. Um, another one that I think is kind of correlated with what we've discussed previously. I got to get your feeling on this, but shortest touchdown over 1.5 at plus 160. I think break-even percentage is 38.5%. Uh, we see a touchdown happen from the one-yard line right around 61% of the time. Obviously, with two higher-powered offenses like the Chiefs and the Buccaneers, um, my only real concern is, you know, Leonard Fournette basically getting that one-yard goal line seek. But other than that, I do think that playing over 1.5 on the shortest touchdown is a viable play. Is that something you would uh, feel comfortable backing at this point, Eric? Yeah, I already bet it. I mean, I to me, the only issue, and we saw this in the last Super Bowl with the Chiefs, is a pass interference penalty in the end zone. And, um, you know, because a lot of these touchdowns are scored from ways away. Uh, both teams are decent in run defense. Uh, like I said, uh, Buccaneers actually very good. Um, so I, I like that one a lot. I think I already bet it. Speaking of something that I like involving the run game, I like, and we bet this last week and we lost, and I, and I can't wait to go back to it. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, over 29 and a half, uh, minus 110. Edwards-Alaire, seven touches, what, seven yards the other day? Um, or I, I can't remember exactly what it was. Yeah, seven, it, it, was, it wasn't great for, for Clyde Edwards-Alaire or people that backed him like us. Um, but I think in the Super Bowl, um, two more weeks off from his injury, I don't think he looked slowed or anything. I just think he wasn't effective. Uh, I think the Chiefs will give him a workload. And, you know, if you think about it, I mean, he needs, what, like seven or eight carries to get over this if he's league average on them. Uh, I, You know, if the if the Chiefs get ahead, I, I don't think it'll be particularly hard. Um, so I'm going to go with Clyde Edwards-Alaire over 29 and a half. And, and my last, you know, my second to last one, again, kind of like kind of like a hedge. So correlated with my Clyde Edwards-Alaire bet, and a hedge against my Lenny bet. I'm going to go with Lenny minus 159 to have more rushing yards than Daryl Williams. Uh, this I, I couldn't find it on the Westgate. I found it in DraftKings. Um, so this one is a bet that I'm going to back. I think Daryl Williams is going to turn into that sort of nickelback in this game uh, where he is very effective, but I don't think he's going to get a lot of rushing yards. Uh, and I think Lenny, you know, even if he goes under – which I think he will, I think it's going to be of the sort of 40 yards to Daryl Williams 20. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think this might be one of my favorite bets when you sent them over as well. I do like Lenny Fournette minus 159 over Daryl Williams. I kind of think, you know, understanding how the Chiefs' uh, carries and backfield touches are going to go in the Super Bowl is probably going to be one of the best and most viable uh, prop opportunities for us. I do expect, kind of like you said, to see – 
to have CEH just be a little bit more involved. If Le'Veon Bell is coming back from injury as well, we could see Darrell Williams kind of take a back seat. So um, I definitely kind of anticipate, you know, the pecking order in that Chiefs backfield probably changing from what we've seen over the past two weeks with all the injury situations kind of, you know, getting sussed out basically. So I, I definitely like uh, Letty minus 159 over Darrell Williams. It's definitely... Um, a quality one in my opinion one I gotta one I gotta throw out there first kickoff touchback I think both of these uh, kickers have basically been putting it as in touchback over 70% of kickoffs I know it's basically at minus 305 right now but this is one that I can't you know for a heavy juice bet I do think this one is probably pretty close to a lock at this point in time with how well these kickers have performed um, I don't really think it matters what team is kicking off so obviously the deferment and those sorts of situations don't really matter we have seen you know Bruce Arians defer less than what Andy Reid is I do think if you know the Chiefs win the toss obviously Andy Reid's going to defer I think there's a little bit more of a question mark with what Bruce Arians is going to do but I don't really think it matters too much I think either either way uh we're getting a boot into the end zone to start the Super Bowl so that's where my money is kind of leaning at this point that was a loser in the last Super Bowl as somebody right. who bet it uh myself uh, the San Francisco 49ers kicked it short uh, and let McCole Hardman take the ball out from about the five. It is a weird bet, right, Ben? Because, you know, both of these teams have played road games. Only Tampa Bay's played an indoor game since uh, this entire thing started. And a lot of the kicks, especially at Lambeau on the, in the NFC Championship game, were short. But a lot of that, I think, was due to uh, the weather and such. Probably not a huge weather situation right. in in Tampa Bay, uh, you know, this time. So, uh, you know, certainly something to 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 consider. Um, but uh, you know, not not a huge. You know, I I, I like that bet. Um, awesome. So I my last one and this one again at the Westgate. I see I saw it a little a little lower actually in DraftKings. So I like this even more. I like Mahomes at under three twenty nine and a half passing yards he's only actually gone over 300 yards in a playoff game like once or twice during his career and a lot of that is the fact that like the Chiefs even though they they have trailed in a lot of playoff games end up not trailing in the fourth quarter they've only you know Mahomes really only has one fourth quarter comeback in the entire in his entire playoff career and that was the Super Bowl last year he has the one against New England where he's had he had to come back and they ended up losing but for the most part they end up controlling these games in the fourth quarter much like we saw uh, in the in the game last week against Buffalo, so I like him going under here uh, at minus one ten. Um, by the way, Ben, and we haven't said this yet. This is important for those who are listening. The props tool this week is populated with almost all of the prop bets you can think of. So all season we've really stuck with sort of the core ones, which is passing touchdowns, interceptions, passing yards, rushing yards, receptions, things like that, uh, pass attempts. In this this week, there's going to be a lot more of them. And Ben, you've taken on a great, uh, you know, sort of responsibility as far as pricing those. Um, but you know, something like you know the touchback, uh, you know, the first touchdown score, all of that uh, is due to the the good and hard work by you. Yeah, definitely. It's been kind of a fun project to say the least. It's some you know an enjoyable part of you know working for PFF to you know, able to you know kind of do this on a daily basis. But definitely grinding out some of those pricings has been kind of interesting to you know front run or beat the books a little bit and then kind of see you know where those numbers actually sussed out in relation to how we kind of model them so it's been uh, definitely a fun exercise but there definitely has been some value popping popping up from it uh, hopefully we can continue to add some more of these other bets now that the Westgate's kind of released those numbers but I gotta leave 
with one more. I did model this one as well. Total made field goals under 3.5. Uh, minus 155 is, you know, another heavy juice one. But I do think, you know, with how we're going to see this game break out, I do think we're going to see some more um, aggressive play calling from both coaches. I do think we'll see, you know, kind of vintage Andy Reid in that regard. I think Bruce Arians will also get pulled out of his shell just a little bit. So I do think we're going to see, you know, especially down towards the red zone, uh, this mentality of it's going to be a more of a four down situation. So I do think we're going to see a little bit less field goal attempts, which is obviously going to be um, conducive to going under three and a half field goals. I think this is basically going to come down to, you know, that end of first of half situation. If we get kind of a late field goal there, um, maybe we get over this total. But if that doesn't actually end up happening, I do think we're going to be well short of uh, three and a half made field goals at this point. So that's, you know, another one of those interesting ones that we don't normally get to bet on. But uh, we're definitely getting opportunities here for coming up for the Super Bowl. Yeah, weirdly in the NFC Championship game, right, the the field goal, you know, the the what was it? The two the well, it ended up being three field goals, but two of them were on account of Matt LaFleur kicking on goal to go situations and not Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians only field goal was to extend the lead uh to eight um in in the second half. You know, that's my only concern is I think Bruce Arians you know, if he ends up clamming up the way that Lafleur or Sean McDermott did against the Chiefs, um, that might be uh, problematic. But I don't think he does that, so I think we should be good here. This was fun, and I, like I said, I, you know, we could go over props all day, um, and I think George and I will on the forecast over the next two times. Um, we will next Tuesday uh, for this daily betting podcast, um, and you know, there will be more episodes of it as the sort of uh, you know week progresses. Ben, I wanted to give out a, a small little play on the Senior Bowl. Go with the national team. If you're going to be a degenerate, bet the Senior Bowl. Um, I, I, I look at their war. They have more war. That's all I was really doing. But if you want a reason to bet that game, bet the national team. Ben, uh, any any parting words? I mean, they have the better quarterback, I think, too, right? So I guess the space. Well, if Mac Jones doesn't point, play, so. that might be tough, right? Yeah, that's uh, That true. might that's change true. the handicap a little bit. I can't. Um, but at the same time, you know, whatever. I mean, uh, you know, he's going to want to impress people. So if he can play, he'll play um, and, and try to cement that first round draft stock in a, in a draft where there are four quarterbacks, I think, mocked ahead of him. So anyway, for Ben Brown, this has been Eric Eager. And this is the Super Bowl prop opening version of the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. Thank you.